like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Brothers and sisters, we gather here today to give you... I'm gathered! The, the, oh, gather around. I've gathered! To I'm... read to you the book of Matthew. We are... What is that? 1926. Yes! <laughs> How did you remember that? It's the one thing I remember. <laughs> With booze and brews, all things are possible. <laughs> yeah. That's right, brothers and sisters. I felt like... I'd like to start off the show with a, just a <laughs> sprinkle of sacrilege. Amen! Can I get an amen? I hope everybody sure. at home I is mean, like... I mean, you amen. buy them in bulk at Costco. Mm-hmm. It'll be a little bit cheaper. Oh, uh, you can get several ams, though. Yeah, you can get or several amens. amens. Um, I just felt like in looking for a new podcast notebook, I was mm-hmm. like, what can I really bring to the team? Like, what is the team lacking? Right, what do we because need? Because the notebooks are a constant for Con- months. Yep. The first notebook lasted, what, a fucking year and a half? A year and a half really for you. Did. So I was like, what can I bring that's going to that's going to bring joy to us for a year and a half? And I went with, a religious themed That's notebook. That's right. Because <laughs> I shopped for it at the dollar store. I love for that it has like little gold Jesus. dots on yes, it. Yes, it's very though. pretty. Yeah. It's pink and it's like watercolory and it's got pink, it's got a little gold speckle dots and then it said all it's things all that, about in, Jesus. that invoke thoughts of Christ. Yeah. Although the paper's really thin. Like, feel this paper. It's super it's thin. It's super dollar store It's like papers. ultra, yeah. ultra wide ruled for yeah. children. It is for. I write on it like yeah, this. Like, big giant. Uh, I wrote my story in crayons. <laughs> I don't know how to do cursive yet. <laughs> or I guess they don't teach they don't cursive teach anymore, which is bullshit. I feel like if I had to learn that shit, so do you. <laughs> I feel like by the time, like, we're dead and the next generation is born they like won't even they teach won't math even... anymore they'll just be like well our, our they'll teach you calculators or like our yeah. computer overlords can do all the math for us yeah. now yeah no they'll just teach you how to survive the uh you know the coming apocalypse yeah. i think yeah. it's gonna be like wally man we're yeah. all just gonna be like fat and yeah just it's like somewhere space. between wally and like idiocracy yes. we're all just like sitting on shit recliners and being like pooping into tubes yeah just yeah. like trying to water plants with gatorade like yeah it's brondo yeah. it's got electrolytes yeah it has that's what plants crave that's what plants crave yeah but what i've seen that movie once and that's the thing i remember it's what plants crave it's what plants crave yeah but but what is it like the, well it's got what is an electrolyte What's what plants crave. What's plant crave. Plant crave. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Duh, guys. Duh. Also, hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories and drink thematically appropriate beer. Stories that we read from religiously themed notebooks. Yep. <laughs> yep. And tell you, and ghosts. And ghosts. Yeah, I did cover up Jesus, the, God the OG part ghost man. Yeah. My, well, he was the OG zombie. Oh, yeah, OG he's zombie. definitely a zombie. I'm going to yeah. write a song called Jesus Was a Zombie. That's good. First he was a garbage baby. Then he was, he was a, a zombie. zombie. He grew up a garbage baby. <laughs> Graduating well, to zombie. <laughs> yeah. Then he died and it came back, did it for you. Zombie Jesus. Zombie <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got it's like a jazzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. 
He was a zombie. I This is why I don't like this jazz has also turned into like weird swing music. Yeah. Like it was about to be Zoot Suit Riot. It was, like, yeah, it was, it like, really was. edging towards it. Yeah. Like it's we're just pulling from our memory banks here. Yep. Yeah, because we're we old. Yeah. Ugh. Because those songs used to be in gap commercials and they were everywhere. As oh, I was singing yeah. it, I was irritating myself. Just, <laughs> just like, so I you fucking know. hate myself. I'm and like, why I am I doing this? Why do I want to wear weird pleated khaki? Oh God! I suddenly feel like I need 90s. a button down in four colors. I need a I need a suit with a Zoots? chain and pinstripes immediately. And spats on my shoes. Spats on I my shoes and a fedora. Need spats, shiny yeah. spats. Mm-hmm. The bestest spats. The, the spattiest spats. spats. The spitty spats. Yeah, but no, that is not what we are talking about today. We're not. No, my whole ghost story is about spats. Well, Spats shit. the ghost. Spats We're going to have to hit pause. The only ghost with feet. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have feet. He just has spats. <laughs> they float underneath his hovering body. Like he's it's a just, sheet. And um, then underneath the sheet is a floating, floating set of spats. <laughs> also sticking out from the sheet are floating set Hands. of cufflinks. Because he wore French cut shirts. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah, smart. He's a he's a good looking. He's a yes, dapper ghost. He's a good time ghost. Yeah. No, we are not talking about that. No, either. we're not. No. We're not even doing like fun mobster twenties ghosts. No, no. But no, you know, we're really doing nothing to do with our cold open whatsoever. No. Which honestly happens all the time. Our cold oh, opens do not relate to our show. Yeah, it's usually whatever I'm like feeling yeah. at that moment. What, what whatever moves you when the spirit moves when you. When the spirit of Matthew nineteen twenty six. I don't know how you remembered that because my notebook was open and you could not see it anymore. It's the one thing I remember. Don't ask me anything else. What does the actual quote say? I don't know. <laughs> Something about Jesus. Something about Jesus. It's about God. Jesus mm. is dad. Oh, big poppy. <laughs> no. I yeah. poppy. I poppy. He loves it when you call him big papa. I like it when you call me big, big pop. pop. Uh, no, so this week he throws his hands in the air because he's a true player. Yeah. No, this week we are talking about something. Yeah, we are. We are talking about something. That's we not Jesus. can't get our shit together today, guys. Yeah. The, you know what it is? I'm going to blame it on the rain. I'm going to blame it on the rain. Okay. Um, because it doesn't ever rain here. And it's been rainy, and I feel like everyone's just... It sucked the energy out of me, yes. bro. It is like washed us all clean, and no one knows what to do with our new clean souls. Yeah. We're like baby souls. Yeah. I, I was like... Ugh. The mountains are in view. It's beautiful outdoors. Yeah, My we energies, had, bro. We had thunder and lightning. We never get that fucking Never. Hand. Yeah, we were on Wilshire in the middle of an electrical storm, and it was freaky. And we were like, let's go run outside. Yeah, that and then we were like... like a I debated, and then my phone yelled at me and said, go indoors. <laughs> Yeah, my was like, "Don't be outside." You I know, was like, "We're gonna cross Wilshire. There's nothing over our heads." I was, I felt like I was like, "I'm a lightning rod, and I'm yeah. gonna die here." But yeah. we didn't die. Well, there's we a lots of tall buildings. Yeah, which you are a tall man, but you're not taller than a building. I don't know. You'd be some buildings, mm. like Hobbit buildings, yeah. <laughs> burial mounds. Yes, you, you are taller than a burial mound. Well, than an average burial mound. Yeah, smarter than an average bear. Well, <laughs> yes. anyway, let's not go crazy. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. You don't start. It, it, it's going to go to his head. No. Okay. Focus. Focus. Woo. Focusing in. This week, we're doing Haunted Colorado. That's right. Yes. Which we were both like, that's a great idea. And then I started researching and I was like, we have done this before. Yes, we have. So this is Haunted Colorado part <laughs> which two. Which I don't know that we realized as we were picking show no, topics. I guarantee you Because I was not. looking at the list and I was like, oh, I've done this one. Yeah. Oh, Melly's done that. Okay. We've definitely done Haunted we've Colorado done. before. So this is part two. Part two. You're welcome, Colorado. Colorado harder. Yep. That's right. Colorado. 
Heart yeah. Harderado. <laughs> Boulderado. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Boulder harder. I don't know. My Boulder harder is not from Boulder. Rock uh, Harderado. <laughs> Anyway, Nailed it. Yeah, that's good. I, that's definitely pre- a Chevy truck commercial. Yeah. <laughs> American Tough. Uh, no. So we're doing On to Colorado this week, part two. Um, and we did this because I have been trying to get Melly to do the story of the Stanley Hotel yeah. forever. Forever. Because she has a personal connection to it. I do. Which is, is useless. Has been useless. It's been completely fucking useless. So fuck that guy. He's dead to me. He's dead to me, He's too. He's dead to me. He's not being reborn like zombie Jesus. Nope. Um... But so, but, but she's, before we get to the yeah, Stanley but that's Hotel. just not. You guys got to wait for that because I have to go first. So <laughs> get really excited for her story, and then you could skip. I'm probably no. going to talk for 35 minutes, so it's fine. <laughs> just for, fast forward. You know, anyone who actually listens to the show knows that that's a lie because I feel like 100%. all of my stories are at least 45. They're like actually, she if it's about they're... a cave, it's a solid hour. <laughs> Is just, it, what is this? Is this a cave? No, it's not a cave. I was gonna say strap I, in. <laughs> I almost did a gold tunnel, like a like a, a silver mining tunnel, <laughs> and I was like, "That's like a cave." <laughs> it's, cave basically, it's basically a cave that a dude made. It's basically just a big long snake cave. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's it's a big long snake, snake cave. cave. <laughs> yep, it's a snake. It's okay for snakes. <laughs> snakes gotta go. <laughs> snakes like caves too. Hashtag it's all the, snakes. It's a cave made. I made for snakes. No, it's a cave just snakes made for snakes. Obviously. We dug this tunnel, we were ass deep in snakes. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing a very poor impersonation of Jenny Slate's character from Big Mouth right now. Oh my god. If anyone listens to watches Big Mouth, that's hundred percent what I feel like in my head I sound like. Uh, it's like a cave for snakes. Okay, no, I did not do a snake cave. No, I'm so broken about snake cave. No, I'm not broken about snake. I'm it's a voice. Snake cave. Snake cave. Snake cave. It's okay for snakes. Oh, um, uh, no, I didn't pick anything underground. I picked an above ground story. I picked an above ground snake. I picked. There are snakes by my story, so. Well, won't you tell me about okay, the Okay, you know what? I'm going to tell my whole story in this no, voice now. No, you're not. So, I'm going to tell you the story of the old Glendale Stagecoach Station. Nope. Yep. Yes, that. Stagecoach Station. I was like, oh, good. It has S's in it. <laughs> the Stagecoach Station. Uh, no. So it's it's gone by many names in its lifetime. Some mm. people call it the McClure House or the Glendale House or the Stagecoach Inn. But most people nowadays call it the old Glendale Stagecoach Station. That's they combine what, all of it together. Yeah. The McClure Glendale Stagecoach Inn Station. Dot Boom. Com. Done. Cool. That's yeah. it. That's Dot it. All right. Melissa, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a ghost. Bye. Bam. Bye. Nailed it. Out. It's the ghost of a snick. Um... <laughs> This place is lousy with snake ghosts. There's like a million billion snakes. They're ghosts. Ghosts. Hiss. Hiss. Fuck. We're never going to get through this one. This is going to be a 12-hour episode. I'm sweating all of a sudden. Buckle in. Holy shit. Strap in, folks. Um... No, so the old Glendale Stagecoach Station. Now I can't look at it, it without no, laughing. Woo! So no one knows when it was built. They think it was built there sometime between 1861 and 1878. Okay. Most of the stories say it was built in 68. Sure. So let's pretend it was built in 68. So 1868. Yes, it is 18. Yes. I'm looking at numbers. Yep. It was built by Mr. John McClure. 
John McClane. John McClane. Yep. Definitely. Bill by John McClane. Hey, stop it with your hey. ambulancing. Look. Let look. them die. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> Jake, jump off. Um, so, yeah, so he built this uh, two-story brick structure along the bank, along the eastern bank of Beaver Creek. Ah, yes. Which is a creek just full, full of beavers. Of beavers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Full of beavers. Lady beavers? Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, is there we'll any other yes. kind of beaver? Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. Yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> they were like androgynous beavers. Uh, no. asexual beavers. They're asexual. No, that's why they went extinct. Um, beavers are not extinct. <laughs> creek <laughs> beavers are. <laughs> You find me a creek beaver right now. You bring it to me. You put it in front of me. You and bring me one that ain't in a museum. Stuffed. You won't find it. Yeah, you go look, You go right now. You bring me a creek beaver. I live in the desert, y'all. There ain't no creeks. Yeah, there ain't no. You know why? Because they... Extinct? They, it's, I almost expired. <laughs> They're expired. They're expired. They're past their best by day. <laughs> I have two lines in this story, guys. Woo. Look up. It's a two-story brick building on the east bank of Beaver Creek. Um, it was a popular restaurant and hotel. It was also home to uh, the, the... Did the, it have uh, any Michelin stars? <laughs> yes, it yes. had an 1868 version of a Michelin star. <laughs> it didn't give you diphtheria. Yeah, yeah. Michelin exactly. star. Yeah, it would, it would help you cure your dysentery. Um, it was also a post office until the early 1900s. Um, and it was a, a stopping off point for like where mail carriers would like be bringing mail in from the east and taking it out further west. Also, so bait w- and plumbing. <laughs> yeah. You can get your fish <laughs> tires fixed also. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the Michelin it's star. It's got a big star or a big sign out front. Um, but so it was basically like mail carriers would come through. They would either like stop get a meal get a fresh horse and continue on their way or they'd stop for a day or a couple days kill their horse if they had some time yeah Yeah, i mean it's past its best by day yep so they just murder it um and then feed it to the beavers yep um horse meat i'm making it all work man yeah so so yeah so the mail carriers would stop and then they would continue on to the uh the big booming towns of Uh. western colorado such as juniper woodruff and toof toof which i assume all those towns you've heard of yes you know (laughs) Toof. Toof, Those Colorado. famous Coloradan towns. Toof. T O O F. Toofer. As in Toof. not one tooth, but, but multiple toofs. toofs. Is it, I got two toofs. I have two toofs. Um, they Left. also had lovely gardens. That's and a it, number of toofs for the average prospector. <laughs> what do you got? I got toof. <laughs> Toof, toof. Um, it was so surrounded by lovely gardens, and uh, the land that was around it was owned by a family who were ranchers. Uh-huh. So it was all like beautiful, open, wide open spaces. Things Colorado was known for, you know, natural beauty, blah, carnivorous blah, beavers, blah blah blah. blah. Yep, You've yep, heard yep. it all before. All the things you want. Um, so this uh, it actually grew into a small town that they called Glendale. Glendale. And Glendale actually even had a small church and a cemetery. It was like one of the first oh. ones in the area. It was a little bit of a booming town. Well, it, and a booming death town. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in the uh, census, the census of 1910, there were over 200 residents in Glendale. Whoa, which is whoa. pretty big for an old Holy westy town. Shit. Yeah, 200. Um, How many of them were snakes? <laughs> None of them were snakes. They're not <laughs> represented. Yeah. Hashtag not a snake census. Snake lives matter. Snake the snakes. That's yeah. Um, that's what the snake government takes. Yeah, that's the snakes. that's Illuminati bullshit. Yeah. Beta kittens. Beta kittens. Deep um, snakes. Beta snakes. Deep snakes. <laughs> Deep, Deep snakes. snakes. Deep snakes. <laughs> Fuck. I read about deep snakes on the dark web. Deep uh. snakes on the dark web. 
Snakes in suits controlling the government. <gasps> yep, I, that rep- I believe. It's a it's a reptile. It's a reptilian, it's a reptilian. inside it's of a snake. It's a reptoid. <laughs> reptoid. Um, no, it's none of those things. Uh, so in the early no, it's a it's an old westy town. Um, in the early 1900s, a man named Spencer Penrose moved uh, just slightly up the river, and he was like a big fancy, super rich muckety muck bullshit guy. And so he's like, I'm gonna build a town up here, further up Beaver Creek. Um, which he called Penrose because oh, he's a dick and named a town after himself. Yeah. And he like, it became bigger than Glendale was and part of the reason for that is because he built a dam called the Schaefer Dam. The goddamn Damn, damn. Which I was like, why did you need to build a dam? Apparently your creek is lousy with beavers. Oh, God. I don't yeah, just know. Just let them do the... I yeah. don't understand. Um, so yeah, so he built... Well, these damn beaver, beavers taking jobs away <laughs> from hardworking <laughs> Americans. Yeah. No one wants to admit that the beavers are doing the jobs that we don't want That's to do. That's why the beavers are extinct. We yeah. built a we wall. We worked them to death. Who built it? We're going to make the no, beavers the pay be- for that wall. They're going to pay for yeah. that wall. The beavers built a wall in the river. The dam. The, it's called a dam. It's called a dam. And then we built a bigger wall. You know who paid it's for huge. It? It's tremendous. Because they just fucking huge. Because it sticks. Because you don't need to pay beavers. That's why it's a great idea. And we paid them in dead horses. We have established Yeah, that. we've oh, already that's established right, that's that. Right. Um, no, so Penrose builds Penrose up the creek. And then he built his dam. And then on June 4th, 1921, Ladam starts to like have Leak. a bunch of cracks in it. Uh-oh. And they're like, whoa, should have been So they go down river to, uh, to Glendale, and like there's like two other little towns further down the river. Be like, hey, P.S. And they're like, look, just so you know, pretty sure this dam is going to explode. So like you might want to leave. You might want to get. Yep. Um, and everyone fucking did. Everyone left. Oh, and everyone smart. took all of their cattle. And the next morning when Whoa. the dam broke and flooded out the river and really swept away three entire towns wow. down river. Uh, no one or uh, no person or like uh, animal. Yeah. Livestock was hurt. Everyone oh, got out. Look at that. Yeah. I was like, wow. Way to fucking listen to the emergency broadcast system. Yep. No one would do that now. Now we no. have hurricanes and people are like, I'm gonna protect my land. <sighs> the hurricane doesn't want your land. No. It's fine. The hurricane you is come not... back for it. Yep. You can't punch a hurricane. Emergency <laughs> broadcast system is out there, controlled by George Soros. Controlled Try- by the snakes. Controlled by <laughs> George Snakos. <laughs> Trying to take my, trying to take my land. It's my land. It's mine. my land. Been my pappy's land. It was his Been my grandpappy's land. Been my grand grandpappy's land. Shut up and get out of your house, you <laughs> idiot. Don't die. It's not worth it. Yeah, I mean, you're going to die. Actually, so, yeah, die. so everyone got out in the 1920s. People just fucking left All when right. you said shit's going to flood you. People actually left. Um, So it washed away. Like I said, it washed away like pretty much three whole towns. It wow. washed away almost every single building in glendale except the stagecoach station which oh. was sort of fucking untouched it was fine because it was a big brick building was it, uh, was it the, like because it was brick it was just like I fuck you win, I don't give I, a shit. It, like all the it's old so all the like newspaper articles were just like it did the only it building remains standing is the stagecoach inn or whatever it was yeah. called at that point um didn't bother to get any additional information they're just like it's still there. There. exactly that there knows why they <laughs> there's a building <laughs> it didn't drown one left. Um, didn't drown. The building didn't drown. The building was fine. It's now overrun with carnivorous beavers, but it's there. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but because it washed away the town, there was really no need for like a post an office inn? or an inn or a restaurant or when there's no more towns around no more it. Yeah. Um, so eventually, the building gets shuttered. 
Um, and then it just becomes like a big empty building. And the empty building stood as like a, a historical landmark. Like people would go visit and stuff. Um, and it was boarded up. But it was still like in pretty good shape mm-hmm. considering it's super old. fucking old. And then in the 1970s, some teenagers some accidentally punks. lit it on fire. Oh, I'm sure. They I, were smoking were, their reefer. smoking some shitty fucking 70s stash weed. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly uh, what it was. It's Colorado, guys. It's Colorado. Yep. yep. Legal um, now. And they... And so the... the building burned so it's completely like gutted it's just a shell now and like Uh, parts of the walls are down but it's a brick building so part of the building is still still standing standing. it's like building skeleton okay now it's Um, a ghost building yeah it's pretty it's it's the skelly man building um so it's still there and it's famous because it's from such a long time ago it's from a town that doesn't even exist anymore um but what it's most famous for is the legend of the stagecoach bread Stagecoach bread, bride, bride. Al- right. Although Vi- multiple, different story. Multiple articles I read called her the stagecoach bridge, which is a different thing than a bride. Th- yeah, not the same. I not was like, this is. Close. I was like, tell me about the stagecoach bridge. It could. Why either- I keep talking about some fucking bitch in a white dress? Yeah, it could There's be a lady no in a white bridges. dress. There's no bridges. It could be a bridge over troubled tro- water, or yeah. it could be Jeff uh, Bridges. Bread. It could we be don't know. a beaver dam. Could be a beaver dam. Could be a lot of things. No. So the legend of the stagecoach bride is as follows. Oh, okay. So, there was a beautiful young woman. She's so pretty. Her so name pretty. was Melissa Quinn. Her name was Kathleen Cooper. Not Melissa Quinn. Um, a different name. She's a different, different person. person. So, Kathleen Cooper, she was a young singer and she was working at the restaurant at the Stagecoach Inn. What was she so, famous for singing? Uh, the uh, Snakes on a Plane was her biggest hit. <laughs> Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> it's like uh, 1880s though. So no planes. Snakes on, snakes on a stagecoach. Snakes, snakes on a train. Snakes on the Pony Express. <laughs> Pony Express. Snakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to stop being funny. Um, yeah, so she was, a, she was a singer. She worked as a waitress in the restaurant. She also sang in the restaurant during like dinner service and she lived there. That was her whole, her whole dealio. Which was very beautiful. And then one day in 1877, this young, handsome, I'm going to imagine him as an old-timey postal carrier, walks in. And mustache. his name is Julian LaSalle. And Ooh. he is That's a good so name. sexy. Okay. And she, Kathleen is like, damn. Ooh. That is My underbritches are damp. Yes. Yeah. My basement is flooded. Flooded. <laughs> <laughs> And then she washed away the three towns down river. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's actually the cause of the dam. Yeah, was exactly. Julian was, LaSalle was coming fucking into town. Julian LaSalle coming into town. Sun's out, People, snakes out. All the women just slipping off their horses. Yes. <laughs> 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 so Julian comes into town. and Thoroughly Kat- moist horses. <laughs> so, so Julian comes into town and Kathleen moist is like. snakes. Kathleen is like, Stop. wow, Sorry. he's super so sexy. Pretty. So, and then she, because he's stagecoach guy, he's a, like a male hero guy. So she assumes he's going to come and get a new horse and leave, but he doesn't. He stays. Damn. And he's like, I'm going to stay. He's like, I'm going to stay for the night and like at dinner or whatever. And she's like, oh man, I'm gonna, you're going to stay in my hotel. Am definitely going to get me this tasty little snack. Yeah. So she like puts on her pressed, her like prettiest, bestest dresses mm-hmm. and she, all of her dresses, multiple dresses. Yes, she's just wearing dresses as hats. Yep. But she's wearing her best spats. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she She's goes, adorned her hats with snakes. <laughs> snake hats. Um, and she goes out to sing for dinner service and she's like really pouring her heart out into this. Oh yeah. And Julian is just like, damn son, 
I gotta get me some of that singer. Ooh. And she was like, into it. Let's do Let's it. They go. both and wanted to they, get a piece of the other. This is yes. a perfect story. And they spent the whole, I like to imagine, they spent the whole night talking and no, just like learning about each other's families. No, he and her. then definitely getting to third base, like a solid third base. No mm-hmm. way, man. Sure. He just Wait, took no, her down Melissa's and not- dirty, pounded her in the back, and that was it. That's what it was in my head. Okay, maybe. Maybe they Check did some back no, behind no, no, the garbage it was a, it can. Was a no, passionate. It's a beautiful love story. It's a beautiful love sure. story. The and beautiful it was, love story. He hit it and quit it. No, he didn't. No, it was it was tender love making that turned into pork. There was pounding. there was boys to men playing in the background. I'll he is making love, love to her like she, like she wants him to. All right. Um, and so they spent this one night together and they were just like this is definitely love and then he has to leave in the morning so they start writing letters back and forth they write letters all winter and they decide we really do love each other and we're gonna get married is this love that i'm feeling yeah is this love i think so Mm -hmm. i do believe so okay um so they were like no we're definitely gonna get married because we love each other so much it was like fate that brought us together everything is perfect this is what i've been waiting for we're gonna make beautiful babies yes so many butt babies um I assume he only does anal. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so he goes. I mean, with, I'm reading between the lines on the yeah, story, but, but this guy was into anal. Look, it's, it's a fucking legend. It's what I make it. <laughs> um, there's voice to men and anal sex. That's all That's I do. Right after Pecos it's Bill a, roped the tornado, he said, but sex. Yes, it's a beautiful love story. <laughs> um, so they're like, okay, we're going to get married and they start making like actual plans. Like you, okay, you are going to finish up this job that you're doing and then you're going to come back into town and then the day after you come back into town, we're going to get married and then we're going to move off into this little house over here. They like have their whole lives planned out. Oh. All through this like letters, like long distance oh. romance. Super cute. Uh, Doesn't normally, happen though. Normally I don't fall in for like sappy love stories, but I was like, this is actually very sweet. Yeah. Um. So My dearest Kath- Kathleen. Kathleen. My dearest Kathleen. Thank you for, for the, the butt love. For the <laughs> for that good old butt love. For the quality butt love. I'd like to make plans for a house in a room for butt love. <laughs> I would like a, a red room of butt love. A red room of butt love. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. That's it, it will be the stables. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why the list begets you every day. The stable. Um, have to get you a saddle. So she's like, okay, he's coming back. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. So the whole day he's supposed to come back, she's like waiting out on the, the second floor balcony, like waiting for him to come, and he never shows up. Oh, that shit, motherfucker! No. And she's like, I don't he know took what her happened. Butt virginity and, and she's left. like, he took her her virginity, virginity, her virginity, and um and. And she was just like, I don't know what's happening. She's beside herself. And so like some of the men from the inn or whatever are like, we're going to go trying look to comfort for her butt. So yeah, they're trying to, they're comforting her butt is butt the comfort. best they know how with yeah. all of their dicks. Yep. yep. It's a beautiful love story. Just so, slapping their penises <laughs> against her butt. butt. Is, it, is this, is this what you want? What, I, this, I don't I, get I, it. <laughs> oh, it just makes me so, yeah. I feel better now. Thank you. Um, that was very kind, gentlemen. So they're like, we're going to go see if we can find out what happened. We're going to go look yeah. for him. So they go outside. <laughs> Papa's cut the vapors. Uh, so they're like, we're going to go look for him. So they start to look and the pretty much as soon as they hit the like city limits of Glendale, he they find his stagecoach. Aww. And they it's very easy to tell that he has 
was been robbed oh. and he wouldn't give the money up to the robbers probably because it was the money, money that he was going to use for the wedding and to like buy their house and start their life together so he tried to fight them off and they killed him Aww. and so he died like literally right outside of the town that he was coming back Aww. to get married the next day this oh my woman, heart this amazing love Aww. story with that one special butt love night died with a raging hard on yeah just at the edge of town just yeah. like i'm gonna get it yep just oh. rigor that mortis for sure um so so then they come back into town and they're like kathleen i'm sorry. the worst has happened we're so sorry and she is just like she doesn't know what to do with herself so she stops eating and she stops drinking oh. and she wastes away she like dies pretty yeah. quickly thereafter uh. like pretty much of a broken heart but also starvation mostly um, starvation mo- no mostly broken heart it's I'm a beautiful love story okay um <laughs> you keep your size to yourself it's a beautiful woman. love story um so the kathleen is said to still haunt the building oh. so she's never left because she's just she's waiting, waiting for julian to show up and they say that they'll see her sometimes they'll see her like where the front porch used to be but more often than not they'll see her up where the balcony used to be and now it's literally just a wall with yeah. a hole where the window was so there's no balcony anymore but they're like they'll see a, uh, the shape of a woman up there in a white gown Aww. and they say that like most often people who see her come into and it's like way in the backwoods it's not an easy place to get to but they're like more often than not the people who see her are the people who come in on horseback and they think it's because she heard the horse horses and, and thinks it's it the stagecoach and like comes out ah. and they say that like sometimes if like people will come up on horse and then other people who are at the site will or, like already be by yeah. the building and they'll be like she'll come into view as this like apparition of a woman in a white dress presumably a wedding dress oh. and then um She'll say, Julian. Oh. It's not him. No, you're both dead now. Yeah, they're both dead. Um, so, yeah, so that's the story of the oh, stagecoach bride. Fucking bummer. And there was one, so I found one, like, first person account of someone who like used to hang out there all the time when he was a kid like Smoked dope. i'm sure for sure yeah. um and he said he was like climbing up the side of the building which like again Spider-Man. it's literally like a brick wall He's is Spider-Man. all this is we'll post pictures of the of the building because there's photos of it online spider-man but so he was like i was up by where the second floor is and <laughs> i slipped and i started to fall and then it was as if someone caught me and gently lowered me to the ground Aww. Um, And then he was like, what is like he like turned around to see what it was. And then he heard very clearly a female voice say, Julian. Oh, and then he fell like the last foot to the ground. And she was like, you're not Julian. And then got Julian. And then you're not Julian. And then it got super fucking cold. Oh, wow. So he was just like, I feel like she saved my life. And then she was like disappointed that I wasn't Julian. You weren't Julian. Julian. Yeah. So he must have been young and sexy and into butt sex as well. Um, Julian Lennon should never go visit this place because she'll be like, Julian be like, like, yeah. "Yeah." What's up, dude? What's happening? Yeah, it's me. And then he's dead. It's me. (laughs) Hi. Hi, There's no limit to what you can imagine. Imagine. (laughs) So that's the story of the Stagecoach Bride at the Glendale, what did I call it? The old Glendale Stagecoach Station. You are It's just a very beautiful little love story. Very much not a story I normally do. Like I said, I was in a mood and I was like this is actually a very sweet story. This is. It's just love. It is love. It's just a beautiful love story. Yeah. Um, Which brings me to my beer. So my beer is from Browit? I'm going to say Browery. Browery? Is that a T? Uh, this is a J. I don't understand. It's a it's, word. It's the Belgish word for brewery. 
Okay, it says Belgish Brewery West, mm-hmm. um, which is a brewery that's in San Pedro, which is uh, local to us here in Los Angeles. And it's called Ask the Dust mm-hmm. because it's like an old dusty ghost town ghost now. Town. And that's the only building that still stands. Yep. So every time she asks Julian, she's oh, really just asking, asking the, the dust. dust. Um, it's an IPA. And yeah, true story, I bought this beer because it is the, the prettiest, prettiest can, can, can I have ever seen. They, this is they, so pretty. It's unbelievable. So they've died cut the actual label so you yep. can see the metal can through it and yep. it's like then, drippy kind of it's gorgeous it's so, yeah and then it's got like all this technicolor stuff going on here and then they've put another i don't know it's really incredible can art like, and it's, it's like really rainbowy but it's like water cut like water droplets kind of yeah. i don't know what it is but it's gorgeous um it's it's very visually stunning and i was just like pretty beer pretty love story i'm just coming in real light and simple this week guys that's good. The story yeah, no of Kathleen and Julian and the snakes falling in love. Julian and his snakes having sex in the butts. Butt snakes. Butt, butt, butt sex. snakes. Jesus. Butt, butt snakes. Butt, butt, butt snakes. 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 Butt snakes. Butt snakes. It sounds like a snack for your butt. It's a it's butt snakes. Butt snakes. When you have butt sex with a snake. Butt snakes. Oh, okay. Butt snakes. Butt snakes. Okay. Anyway. Wait, are you fucking a snake in the butt or are you putting a snake in your butt snake in your butt hey horses for courses man do okay what you gotta do if it's snake in your butt is it head first or tail first depends well, if it's a rattler me? I mean, if it's, it's a rattler you put the tail in first oh yeah ribbed for my pleasure that's right uh on, on that <laughs> note we're gonna take a break Holy and shit. we're gonna come back with hot to colorado round two hi welcome hi. back we took a long break. We're a long break. We got angry. And I complained and about something. And now Melly's willing to fight a bitch for me. And I feel like that. That's, that's friendship. friendship bro. That's how you know. I'm that's your ride or die. Friendship. I will fuck somebody up for it's you. It's funny. It's one of those things that Melly and I tell each other all the time. I'm like, you hate her. I'll hate her with you. Tell me <laughs> why we hate her. I'm with it. Why do we do that? I am. I will die on that cross with you. You just tell me why we're here. I'm in. I'm here for you, boo. I got you. You hate. I hate that bitch too, man. Oh, I can't stand that bitch. I hear more. I <laughs> watched it happen too. Yeah. yeah, you did. Melissa had no interaction at all with this person, and instantly, <laughs> instantly hated I was them. like, I am the on moment, your side. The moment Vanessa was like, no. <laughs> Not having this. I was like, I'm, I'm done. Melly was like, me too. Me I'm too. a fighter. I'm gonna fucking kill her. <laughs> yeah. Melly is like a more rageful version of me. We do it all the time, though. Melly and I take little walks together we sometimes. Do. And we'll yeah. just be telling stories about our lives. Yep. And she'll be like, oh my God, this bitch at work. I'll be like, what'd she do? I hate her too. What did she do? Tell me. I'm into it. I hate this bitch. And tell me what she did. Took yes. your fucking stapler. Murder her. Fucking murder <laughs> with the stapler. Staple her eyes shut. <laughs> Staple her eyelids to her eyeballs. <laughs> uh, no. But. Uh, Wanna open your eyes? Now you gotta look up. Still can't see nothing. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what you can see? Your mistakes. Because you're looking at your brain. <laughs> yeah. Where all of your bad decisions come from. Stop it. Anyway, so anyway, we, uh, we, took, we had to take a long break for me to get mad and Melly to get very mad yep. about something that she's not involved in. I'm not. But I'm mad with you. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. Love you, boo. Love you. Ride or die, bitch. Ride or die. I will murder somebody for you. All right. Now, we'll help you hide the butt. And then, they will be a ghost. No. Which is what I'm going to tell you about. It's a good transition. I tried. So, for part two of Colorado part two. Part two. All the dears. I, as we alluded to earlier, not even alluded, we We're said earlier. We're going to do the Stanley Hotel. We're Stanley Hotel. I think it's the S with a small fart noise. The Stanley. Tell me about Stanley. The Stanley's overrun Stanley with snacks. So, 
The that's a big hotel. Stanley that's Hotel. A lot of snacks. Is a 142 room hotel located in Estes Park, Colorado. Estes Park. Estes. Estes. Like, like Emilio Estes. Vez. Emilio Estes. 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 Built by Estes. Built by Freeland Oscar Stanley, uh, the steam powered car inventor. Oh. Oh, yeah. Stanley Steamer. Stanley Steamer. <laughs> That's what it was called. <laughs> you laugh, but it's true. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was very funny to me. Uh, Call yes. one eight hundred steamer. Stanley steamer does car horse cleaner. Boop, boop. Stanley Cleveland, Cleveland steamer. That's the joke in our house. It's the Stanley oh Cleveland steamer. No. So the mm. hotel opened on Independence Day in 1909. Oh, today is our. Independence Day. Was Bill Pullman there? Yes. Yes, he was there. What year was it? 1909. He was definitely there. He was totally Randy there. Randy Quaid was there. He's yep. a vampire. <laughs> yes. Uh, it catered to the American upper class. No shit. American. We don't want your goddamn foreigners in our hotel. I don't want your Chinese money. <laughs> I want American upper class There's a money. Canadian in a cummerbund. Get Fuck him out. You. <laughs> that you. man wearing wearing all jean. Jean top, jean bottom. Out you go. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Get out. You like nickel what? Get out. Get. Uh, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> nickel what? <laughs> uh, so Stanley got the idea to turn Estes Park into a resort town about two years before. So about 1907. Um, the idea came actually stemmed back to 1903 when Stanley contracted good old TB. And good old TB. Good old TB. And oh. as we have mentioned numerous times on this podcast, uh, the treatment for TB in olden times was fresh, sure. dry air and with sunshine. lots of sunshine. And sometimes taking your lungs outside of your body for yes. sunshine. Do you remember that? Yes. That yes. is the stuff of fucking nightmares. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that was the... Bob just threw his phone across the room. <laughs> like what? Why? He it had buzzed. Text. It buzzed. <laughs> I got a like, message from Discord and I was like, not now. Fuck <laughs> you. And he threw it in the living room. No joke. In my head, I just went, oh, the cat's into something. Because at my house, when you just throw something randomly it across the, the room, it's because the cat's about to knock a tequila bottle off of a cupboard. Hey, stop it. Fuck, fuck you. It. Fuck you. <laughs> tequila on your yeah. floor. Uh, I literally was just like, oh, the cat did something. And then as you commented on it, I was like, you don't have a cat. No, no but you have just, a husband who throws shit husband like an idiot. Who throws I, shit? <laughs> I have a husband who's allergic to cats, so he has become a cat and throws shit across the room. And what makes me crazier than humans People, acting like cats? Yes. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Bob Number one it. pet peeve in my life do is not, humans acting like cats. Don't act like Ow. a cat. Don't no, you fucking don't do, do it. it. No. I'm going to punch you in the mouth. <laughs> I can't look at you right now. <laughs> He's so disappointed so in you. I hate it. So, anyway, that was the treatment for tuberculosis back in the day. Cats are more like, eh. let's what cats are. Fresh dry air, lots of sunshine. Yeah. So, Stanley. I'm stopped. I'm stopping. Okay, I can put, I can put the beer down. So, Stanley and his wife moved out to Colorado, and shockingly, Mr. Stanley got better. Good. You know why? Because of uh, body science, not because of sunshine. No. That's not a thing. Not no. because of money. Lungshine. It's because of money and body. Long oh, so gross. Get out. And it's like these um, things are constantly surrounded by your body, but I bet it would be better if they weren't. You know yep. what I think would Idiots. be really good? Just expose them to a bunch of bacteria. Yep. That's good. Stupid. Yep. Also, when you're like fighting a life threatening illness, let's give you some major surgery for no reason. That's Absolutely. definitely going to help. Absolutely. That's what white blood cells are for, right? That, yeah. Yep. What are white blood cells again? No. So in 1907, 
Stanley decided to build Hotel Stanley, uh, and it was completed two years later in 1909. Oh, that's quick, because it's a big hotel. It yeah. is. Uh, Wait, was and, it, was it th- at yeah. that whole size the whole time? Yep. Dang. Yep. That's incredible. So when it and opened- before they had building codes and stuff. Yeah. Child that, labor laws. Yep. You just get a bunch we of them. We get a bunch of six-year-olds. Get a bunch of- in and out. 24 hours a day, get it done for you. Why are we year? Southern? We're in Colorado, and he's from like New England. Because you hire who's going to do- Look- he had a. There was a bidding you know, war. You know what happened? It's the people finished the railroad, yeah. and then uh, those people moved. So, and we're we're further. I was like, have we transitioned from African American workers to Chinese American workers at that point in the railroad? In, Colorado, yeah, I was like, in Colorado, might still be black people. Maybe you know what? Maybe uh, the indigenous Mexican people. Oh, maybe possibly. Maybe I have happy no idea. indigenous people's day. Yep. Couple weeks ago. Anyway, so when the hotel opened, it had a hydraulic elevator. Ooh. Was it not steam powered? No. Stanley Steamer didn't put a steam powered elevator in his hold, fucking hotel. Hold one, on. moment. Oh. one moment. You're going to love this. Okay. Uh, I'm ready to love I don't know it. what it is, but she, to love she it. held her finger up. He's oversold this. Shut up! <laughs> no, it had electric and gas lighting, running water, a phone in every room, a and fan. a fan. <laughs> and here's where it comes. A fleet of specially designed Model Z mountain wagons, steam powered, to bring guests to and from the train depot that was 20 miles away. I'm going to get on that mountain wagon. Steam powered mountain wagons. Yep. That brought you to and from the train depot because it was about 20 miles away. So it's like a car. Yes, it was like it it was a station wagon, essentially. It's a vessel for movement. It's this great steam powered um, mountain powered vessel. vessel. How did they heat the, the steam? Snakes. Snakes. They burn snakes. They were. <laughs> it's a snake fire. It's, it's like a bonfire, but it's exclusively made of snakes. But all snakes. Snakes um, wiggle more when they're burned, which creates, it more, creates energy. more energy. More energy. Bro. They're called of the friction. Anyway, so a uh, fun fact about Sizzling the snakes. Stanley Hotel is that the building didn't have heat until 1983. He makes steam for a living. They had steam-powered and automobiles, no, sh- but it no. It was closed for the winter, so they didn't need heat because it wasn't open. Okay, that makes more sense All then. Right. All, All right. All right. Oh, that's why Jack Nicholson had to stay there in the wintertime because it was closed. Because mm-hmm. it was closed. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of The Shining, okay. that the was sh- a wonderful segue, Vanessa. Sh- Thank the you. The Shining? Um, the Stanley Hotel was inspired... Uh, or By sorry, The Shining. Sorry. Stanley Hotel inspired Stephen King to write his book, The Shining. Yes. So, in 1974, King and his wife spent one night at the hotel. <laughs> the King. And they were place. like... Get the fuck out of this place. It was it's o- creepy. It was October 30th, almost Halloween. Oh. Uh, they the were spooker. They checked in. So they lived in Boulder at the but time. But they it never was like, checked out. Ah! No, it was the one And he year. owes a lot of money for this room he still got. <laughs> um, It's fine. He's super rich. He's yeah, got all the out. money. So he and his wife at that time in 1974 had decided to live for one year in Boulder, Colorado. So they were taking some sort of like road trip or whatever. All right. So they moved Came out of across Maine, Maine or wherever the fuck he lives. Maine. They went to Colorado. They checked in and they learned, hey, guess what? Y'all are the only ones here because we're about to close for the winter. You guys are literally the only guests in this hotel. Why did they let them stay over the winter if they're they were fucking still, closed? They were still open. It was only October 30th. They had not closed yet for the winter, but it was right about the time. So they, they were literally going to. were like, we're going to move to a hotel for a year. And then they were like, we close next week. No, no, no. They lived in Boulder. They were taking some sort of road trip. And on their way home, they came across the stand. They were like, well, we're going to spend the night here. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And there was nobody there the and night that they And there was nobody showed. there the night that they and showed up. Uh, 
as someone who's been in a motel that was at a very low like capacity, mm-hmm. uh, it, empty hotels are fucking creepy. Oh, totally. Because they're big and they're normally so loud and yep. like it's bustling, it's chilling. So they uh, at the they were served dinner in an empty, a completely empty dining room oh with canned orchestral music playing echoing throughout the empty I'm sure. halls just the sound of like silverware on porcelain you yep. know yep so if you can yeah, imagine the shining silver yeah <laughs> yeah and then that awful like just like on cassette tape or eight track like yeah orchestral music yeah. playing just echoing throughout hearing the entire all place. the sounds of the buildings settling up yeah. in the mountains all the steam yeah. steam powered engines yeah snakes wailing all the, in the all distance the snakes. it's going hiss hiss <laughs> Get me away from the steam! So that night, you make a face when you do the snake. <laughs> I make a face when I do every voice. voice. Get me away from the steam! Yeah, see, you see the. We have no video, so imagine she's clo- her eyes are closed, yep. and she's like somehow stretched her face <laughs> out. Stretched her face and then her mouth and is her all mouth screwy. is all screwy and like open it. I've not done what you're talking about. Yeah, eyes are not My open. My face is tall in her mouth. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so that night, uh, Stephen had a dream that his three-year-old son was running through the corridors of the hotel. Where's his son? Where's, where's his son there with him? No. Was his oh. son on a big wheel? No. Oh. Um, but was he, he was running out of an elevator full of blood? No. He was running through the corridors, looking back over his shoulder, eyes wide and screaming. He was being chased by a fire hose so you know what a fire hose looks like a snake <laughs> so king woke up drenched in sweat got up and went jizz. and well yeah yeah went, went out dream. to his balcony smoked nothing gets a me going like a snake so he went out to his balcony lit a cigarette by the time he was done with the cigarette he had the entire idea for the shining wow because he had a because he had a the bad dream. sleepy dream because he had a bad sleepy dream and a and an empty creepy hotel mm-hmm well it's um the the story also goes that he and his wife also came across the twins oh. uh, when they were going back to the room and they were like, oh, um, is there like, does one of the workers have their children here? They go, no, there are no kids staying here. It's just you. It's just you. And they're like, oh, and we the saw ghost? two kids. Oh, yeah. Nope. Those they aren't staying here. And it's worth noting that Stephen King and his wife stayed in room 217, oh. which is one of the most haunted rooms in the hotel. Oh, inter- it's interesting that the hotel is in like very vacant. They're the very, only ones. Only ones. And they're just like, let's give them the most haunted room. Give them the room. fucked up room. Yeah. Yep. Wouldn't you? Well, well, did they know he? Did they know he was Stephen King? Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Well, that's well, you why know, you did. Well, it. No, I was like, or were they like, we were supposed to close yesterday, but you fucking showed up, so we're gonna put you in the haunted, haunted scary room, room so you yeah. leave, and we can close tomorrow. Yeah. And we get a beautiful fucking book out of this. Yeah. So and so. an amazing film and an oh god that movie's scary. Um, let's watch it. Yeah. Okay. So the story goes. Um, so about room two seventeen, which is where King and his uh, wife were staying. Mm-hmm. So fun fact: in addition to having that awful, awful dream where his son is being chased by a fire hose, mm-hmm. he and his wife claim that when they returned to, I think it was returned from dinner, they had just put their suitcases in the um, the room and then went. And when they came back, their stuff was put away and their suitcases were just like off to the side. Oh, mm. so somebody, somebody put their clothes away. So the story goes. Room 217 is that... Butler ghost. In, kind of. In 1911, it's a chambermaid ghost. 
1911, a thunderstorm cut the power to the hotel and all the guests were taken to the lobby while the staff went to relight all of the gas lamps that oh. were in the hotel. God, old timey times sucked. Yep. So there old was an timey times sucked. Yeah. There was agreed. an uh there was an unknown I went to college. <laughs> I studied language. I have degrees in, in English. English. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> And creative writing. <laughs> I'm super good at it. I'm so good at it. Um, there was an uh, unknown gas leak. So when chambermaid... Oh, an li- unknown gas leak. So this Those the, are the best kind. So yeah. the type of gas that uh, these lamps were lit with was uh, they were odorless. So when chambermaid Elizabeth Wilson entered room 217 with a lit candle, boom. Kaboom. Isn't all gas odorless? Uh, some yeah, of it you know because like natural add, gas we, we actually have the smell too. to it so we can smell it yeah I, so i bet it was just before they started doing that yeah so it was stank free yep and, and she the came gas in with a had fucking, been going yep. like all day oh my so god so the power went out this is some final destination a, shit man yeah. gas leak she walks in with a lit candle the room explodes uh but it was a um one of those controlled explosions, essentially. So the py- fire put itself out. Oh, gotcha. Because it consumed all the oxygen. In the yeah. Room. Exactly. Because yeah. there was no fucking oxygen cool. in the room because it was full of fucking gas. Gas. Exactly. See? Courage. I told you I'm smart. Yep. I so, bet that looked cool as hell before she died, though. Just, she didn't die. She did not die. Oh, no. Oh, so she lived to tell the tale. That's yeah. fucking worse. So she, so it destroyed 10% of the hotel, the entire West Wing, was just destroyed by this explosion. 10% of the hotel and 75% of this chambermaid. Yes, she went crashing through. (laughs) She went crashing through. So the the force of the explosion actually caused her to fall through the floor into the dining room. She broke both of her ankles. That's That's it. it. That's all that happened. happened. She didn't have fire damage? No. Burns. That's what fire damage is called on a person. (laughs) On a person. That's human damage. Fire Fire damage. damage. Uh, no, so she Does went. she have water damage? She, <laughs> she has mildew. Yeah, she has mildew. She's moldy. A little bit of, mildew. A little bit of black mold. Uh, black mold. <laughs> I wanted you to say that she was blown out the window and landed in the middle of the hedge maze. Is what I yeah. wanted you to yeah, say. Yeah, no. no. She, um, That's insane broke. that she had no fire damage. She had no fire damage and she broke her ankles. Did she keep her eyebrows? She must have Maybe. been... A, like such a force like yeah. shot like a bullet out of a gun yeah. straight into just right through the yeah. floor because yeah. it was like fucking Augustus Gloop just directly beneath her like so it was the cause of the explosion actually pushed her down which is probably what saved her life because it pushed her down instead of out yeah. through where the fire was yeah. and then it was a contained explosion so then it just the fire ate itself and that was it that's so crazy but because of this whole thing she is said to haunt room 217 I can imagine because ghosts she are made almost, by traumatic experiences I and I feel traumatic. like having yourself exploded would make mm-hmm. you a little bit traumatized yeah so there's a room exploded but all that happened is she fell into the dining room and they just landed on her ankles and had to go Ah! See that Peter Griffin thing? Ah! Yeah, yeah, that awkward like, long. I think I rolled my ankle, guys. I think it looks a little worse 10, than that. 10% of the hotel is damaged. Just fucking and destroyed. She's like, it's really swollen. You yeah. guys, my 12 ankles. rooms have been blown to pieces <laughs> my, and she's got owies on her ankles. ankles. You know, though, it's not her fault. All no. she was doing was lighting the torches as she was supposed to do. Like, yep. It's the hotel management's fault. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's totally management's fault. Yeah. Um, but. The uh, the fun thing is a lot of people are like, well, I don't know if the explosion actually happened. Is it like an urban legend or whatever? Did the candle burn out long before the legend ever did? Yes, dear. No, when they were remodeling something. I hate you. It's so upsetting me. When they were remodeling part of the hotel, they actually. Neither one of us can look at him right now. They actually found. I'm going to find a mirror because I'm proud of myself. You're proud of yourself. <laughs> no, they were uh, remodeling and they were like going through the wall 
walls, I think, of the dining room beneath as them. As you do. As you do. You know. But they found, like, bits and pieces of 1911 newspapers. So they're like, oh, my God, the fucking explosion actually happened. Wow. Oh, that's found I thought you would have seen they found bits and pieces of, of the chambermaid. Yeah. <laughs> they found her, her, her eyebrow yeah. was uh, found yeah. singed yeah. in the water pipe. Uh, no. But they did find, like, remnants of stuff from 1911. So they're like, oh, shit, this might have actually happened. Um, but anyway, she is said to haunt room 217. Um... The story goes uh, is that items will be moved in the room. Um, bags will be unpacked, like I said, as uh, Stephen uh, King experienced. Very nice And of her. lights are turned on and off. So she's just doing her job. So she she's th- probably just like, you're going to want these lights on because otherwise they're going to come through here and try and light some candles. Yep, and that just, will end this, badly for you. This yeah. is just going to cause a real big boom, some fire. It's I'm like, gonna don't turn, turn the lights on. on, whatever you do. Yeah, just yeah. I'm going to take care of that for you. Um, and she does not like... Uh, unwed boot knocking so oh. she does not like it she's a bitch she's a little bit of a 1900s prude uh and so if you are an unwed couple she the couples will feel like a cold force push them apart while they're oh, in bed no. together so not only is she trying to ruin your sexy good love times yeah mm-hmm. she's also unmarried weirdly, voyeuristically watching you bang yeah and she somehow knows that you're not married because apparently when unmarried you're not people wearing rings, man. Yeah, um, yeah. And because uh, everybody doesn't wear a ring. Come on now, I'm not wearing a ring right now. Boom, you're unmarried. Yeah. So you we're not can't married fuck anymore. him in that room. Nope, can't, can't do, it. do it. She'll can't get mad. She will get so mad, and she'll like come and between us and be will cold. be chilly. You <laughs> are not married. You're also doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it wrong. You I want be on more top. nipple play. No, that's the technique. Use it. Find the man in the canoe. Make friends. Hit the turbo button. Go straight to the moon. Why is he fucking her in her vagina? Everyone knows you make babies in the butt. Yep, butt babies. With with the rattle of the rattler snake. Yeah. Anyway, so another room. Have some hot snacks. You, I'll bring some snacks in. (laughs) Another room that is said to be haunted uh, is room thirteen oh two. 1302. Yes. Oh, that's so an unlucky room. Guys, remember these rooms. If you go to the Stanley Hotel, I'll tell us about it. Yes. Oh, please. At gmail.com. Um, so, during a taping of the show What Ghost, was the other one? 217? 217. And 1302. There are more. Patreon listeners will get a probably an audio boner Got about you. other rooms because there are so many that yeah, are Yeah, this haunted. is a is super haunted them? hotel. What is that? Sort of 1409. Ford. Uh, I don't know. There's the fourth floor. Okay. I got to talk about the fourth floor. Because Stephen King has a story called 1409 about a haunted hotel room. Uh. It's mm. also a John Cusack movie. Ayo. I'm pretty sure it's John Cusack. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Fairly soon. You're right. And uh, Sam Jackson. Uh, so I think it's Sam. Who also started Snakes. Who oh, also enjoys Snakes. <laughs> uh, so snakes in a hotel room. During a taping snakes of, at the Stanley. of the TV show Ghost Hunters, not to be... Ghost Hunters? Ghost Hunters, not Ghost Adventures. I kind of want to see what my face looks like when I do it now. You've made me very self-conscious about it, Engineer Bob. Um, One of the it investigators... It's snakes at the Stanley. One of the investigators was sitting Shit. at a heavy wooden table in room 1302 
talking to team members like he was like changing a battery i think in a um in well, here's how you change a battery you open it you take the old battery out plug no, like in a new it ba- was it was very not even like how do you change it but he's just sitting at the table talking to the people and i've seen this episode and this is such a creepy episode but they're sitting oh, this around is the, the the ghost hunters ghost, hunter ghost hunters right, yes right, right, not right. ghost adventures no no no, no i know the adventure. difference this I is the bald guy mention it in a minute yes the bald guy and the the, the plumbers so he was just sitting like changing the battery on his phone talking to some people when the table like the heavy wooden table that he was sitting at just lifted up off the ground and slammed back it down like on camera wait, wait it slammed back it down back it down down back what? on it down Y'all, back it down my my beer is 8.7 <laughs> percent yes it is done with it it's 8.7 and i am done with it um it oh go for you boo wait so it lifts up like i almost said audibly visually you can see you the can table see lift, lift and in, fall in the video in the video and fall yeah mm-hmm. um so that's creepy as fuck oh my gosh it, it was and everyone's like how do you do that and a lot of people are like well it was grant just lifting it with his knees you know how you did it snacks snacks he hired so, 17 snacks to come in. years later <laughs> the table's made of snacks uh, snake table. the the people behind snable. ghost hunters did snable. like a, did a, it's a snake it's a snake made of tables I, it's a snake <laughs> made of tables <laughs> Oh fuck! Wow! Oh my god! The second episode is gonna be so good. We are in trouble. Oh my god! But no, a lot of people were saying that it was like, oh, it was just this guy lifting the table with his knees and dropping it back down, or his dick. Or ooh, I bet it was his dick. man snake. Man's man snake. <laughs> oh girl. No, so yeah. a couple of years later, <laughs> it's um, also ribbed for your pleasure. Hello. The the people behind Ghost Hunters had a separate like private event at the Stanley Hotel yeah, they did. and a journalist from Huffington Post can have my private event. was invited <laughs> and he went and so when they went to did he uh, come? yeah he did he went and he came and he came and he went into 1302 he came on the table he definitely and then did. he tried to lift it <laughs> With his knees, the snable. Excuse me. Sorry, the it's snable. called snable. He tried to lift a snable with his knees, with, <laughs> and he couldn't. And it was like, no, the table was very heavy. Like it was one of those yeah. where you would need multiple people to lift it up. And it was not I, like you could just lift it with your. And knees. I feel like a normal table, and maybe it's me because I'm short and I have short legs. But I'm just it's like high. you would have to lift. It's not like you can just lift your like you would have to lift your legs off the ground. That would be a lot of weight to yes. push up without the leverage of the floor. Exactly. So I'm um, making lots of hand gestures that none of you listeners you can see. So it, you're welcome. At this separate Huff um, event where the Huffington Post uh, journalist was attending, our dearly departed friends uh, Debbie and Mark Constantino were there. Oh no, dead Debbie! Dead Debbie! Oh no, dead Debbie! Was there as well because she was like the EVP expert. So when the entire crew, so they had like a tour of the building. They were yeah, like, sure. "Oh, this is where the ghost," and nothing had happened up until then. Uh, the guy who had the table move on him plus the Constantinos were in room 1302. They were just doing EVP sessions and they were like, oh, let's just see what happens. So they were setting up the, the session. Everything was fine. They went to replay the tape and at the beginning, you can hear the two of them bickering, which is, you know, a sign of things to come oh, because good, good. one murdered the other. Yeah. Um, no, it's a beautiful love story. Beautiful love story. Beautiful Mark, love story. so jealous, <laughs> murdered Debbie and a friend of hers. No. It's a beautiful love story. Beautiful love story. Um, With both sex. <laughs> so while they were um, playing back the audio, uh-huh. just from like a couple minutes of doing like EVP work, you hear the Constantinos bickering and then you hear a very clear male voice come through saying, I hate you. I am angry. 
Dang. So you know what you don't want in your ghost? Anger. Yeah. Anger. So everybody got real quiet. And it's a quiet. male voice. A male voice. Um, and this is, so do we know who the ghost in this room is? Mm-mm. We do not. Um, in other rooms, which we'll talk about on special Patreon episodes, we kind of have an idea. But uh-huh. in 1302, we do not. Okay. She's an angry male. Yes. And probably wearing a MAGA hat. I, he's I, a proud ghost. He is a proud ghost. Um, more questions follow. So after they got that kind of very clear EVP response, a lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to ask all my questions. I'm ask my questions. So one woman says, do you have any pets? So And he oh, said, yeah. next. They <laughs> listen back. And it's then made you entirely hear, of tables. <laughs> you hear a female voice say, cat. Cat. So <laughs> there is also a female in this room. And a cat. Who had a cat. In her uh, alive life. You know what? I bet the ghost is Bob and that's why he's angry. No, you know what? The ghosts are you two because Bob's just angry. I hate you because you're like, I have a cat. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. That's what yeah, it is. That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> that's <laughs> the secret that- of booze and brews you've never known. I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. The two of you are actually dead. I'm super dead. We're actually ghosts. We're super dead. Super dead. Super dead. Super ghosts. Also, we're made of snakes. Um... <laughs> So the reporter, the Huffington Post person asked, like, do you believe in God? And there was like some jumbled answer. But then the next question that they asked was, um, are you guys, are you trapped in here or are you free to leave? And very clearly on the tape, when they played it back, you hear free to go. So. Wow. These ghosts. They just like it. Just like it. It's a super nice hotel. Yeah, it is a nice hotel. At the hotel that they decided. Hydraulic elevator. I'm going to stay here. Steam powered snow drivers wilderness buckets buckets yep yep made of snakes made of steam powered wilderness buckets yep made of snakes i'm gonna you know what i fucking stand by it that's what they are they're steam powered wilderness buckets (laughs) i fucking stand by that bob's gonna draw something um (laughs) i imagine they're like the teacups from disneyland and they just spin you spin around and they spin you out of the building out into the snow a snow Snow with the snakes where they come and they just attack you. Snow. Yeah. I have to it's old like like shuffed off snake skin. Snow. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally what it is. No, so the final uh area I'm gonna tell you about on this episode. On this one. But again, Patreon listeners, if we're gonna you, have a bonus. We're gonna have a boner. We're gonna talk about more because the Stanley Hotel is super haunted. It's gonna be more talk about snakes. Oh yeah. I oh, promise. The snakes. So the final room um, that I'm going to tell you about is the concert hall. Oh, of course. Casual. The Stanley Cash. Concert Hall. So um, cooks have reported hearing what sounds to be like a huge party going on in the concert, concert hall. And they're oh. like, what the fuck? So when okay. they walk over to the area, open the doors, no one's there. Is the concert hall like a banquet room? Kind of. It, okay. it's, it's a very... Is it like the one that Jack walked to in fucking Shining? Yes. Okay. Fuck yes. Yes. Fuck yes. Um, about it. I am about it. Um, and then sometimes employees will report or have reported seeing an apparition. So two people will be standing talking to each other. And as they're talking to each other, an apparition just appears between the two of them. Oh, like, hey, no. guys, what's up? Pushing them apart, not letting them bone. Hey, what are you guys talking about? Hey, what you talking about? You guys Can talking I, about snakes? You guys want to dance? I like dancing. Do you guys want? I want. Who wants to dance mirror? with me? Yeah. Can you put your snake on my bar? Yeah. No. Put your snake on the bar. Let's compare um, snakes. But there's also you stories. Show me your snake. I'll show you mine. Like a snake so measuring in, contest. Oh, my snake is bigger. It's girthy. So in 2005, um, my anaconda don't want none unless, unless you, you got, got buns, buns on. on. My anaconda wants all of it. 
in 2005, there was a worker. I've only got a grass snake. Who, uh, who died. He had worked there for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. He died. And his job at the hotel was to enforce curfew, okay. in, especially in various rooms. Like, that's, a cur- that's a thing? At apparently 11 p.m., no one's allowed to be in the concert it's hall. It's bedtime. It's bedtime. Well, no, they just closed the concert hall section. So he died and now there's reports that's his whole job is to get people out of one it's, room no, at no, 11 no. o'clock at night no, no i no. am available <laughs> for hire and i will be so good at it he did a bunch of things he did a bunch of things but one of his tasks was to be like okay you guys this room is closed gtfo um but yeah. he, he liked it so much that his spirit is said to remain and if anybody is around in that room um after 11 he will like whisper in their ear touch their butts get out and he His will like whispers, physically push them toward the door. Like you will feel somebody push you from behind, like toward the door, like on your like, like clenching your butt, on your butt, butt cheeks. Buttocks. Yes, on your actual butt cheeks. And you made the motion softly cupping the cheeks, softly cupping the buttocks. It's yes. time to leave. That's what's happened. Squiz, squiz, um, squiz, 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 squiz. The uh, there are also the sounds in the concert hall. Mrs. Stanley, uh, Miss, the guy who founded the hotel. Mrs. Steamer. Mrs. Steamer uh-huh. is said to also haunt the uh, hotel by playing um, the piano in the concert hall as well. Okay. So you will just... She plays she the plays Stanley plays Cleveland so Steamer song. She, she plays so plays. terribly. Everyone wants to leave. Everyone's like, oh my God. Steamer. <laughs> Can you please shut up? Um, and then there is also... Uh, so this room, the concert hall, is one of the main stops, I guess, on the ghost tour. I think so you meant stops. Stops. One of the few stops on the tour. Yes. On the ghost Take tour. Take your steam-powered snow bucket full of snakes. So, so the Stanley Hotel 100% leads into the ghosts, um, and they offer ghost tours. Oh, good. And here is where my personal s- relation comes in. So my cousin, Kevin used to give ghost tours at the Stanley Hotel. He was on an episode of Ghost Adventures. What did he say? With Zach Baggins. Oh, he, he was only on for a couple of minutes. Um, minutes? A long time. I don't even know if it was minutes. Like, he would just come in and be like, oh, here's this room. Did he try to talk at him, baby girl? Uh, he was not asked. Well, no, there yeah. was a point in the episode. Uh, if you can find it, the Ghost Adventures Stanley Hotel, that poor, adorable boy with the glasses on behind Zach He's my cousin, Kevin. <laughs> um, and he was saying, he was just talking about like, oh, in this room, they do whatever. And Zach, I think, talks about demonic energies, bro. And the look on my cousin's face was just like, sure, pal. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh, faux hawk. Uh-huh. Yeah, you keep you Cool keep story, cargo thing. pants. Cool story, bro. Cool story, um, cargo pants. <laughs> so yeah, my cousin used to give the ghost tours at the Stanley Hotel. Um, so in the course of this... Um, what they would do is they would take the groups through the concert hall and they would like have you sit in this like observation deck. So it's like, here's the hall. Here's the whole thing. Is anybody good with children? So a couple people will raise their hands and like, I'm cool. super good. I love kids. Kids love me. And they'll go, cool. I'm going to give I you a kids the appropriate amount. I'm going to give. Not too much. I'm not, not too, too much. familiar with kids. Not too little. Mm. Just right. Mm-hmm. I'm the Goldilocks of child love. They will give you a dumb dumb Goldilocks of child love. Yeah. <laughs> Stand by it. Bob's gonna write that down. Um, <laughs> they will give those people who say they're good with kids like a dumb dumb sucker. 
and you're supposed to hold oh, it like a little sucker i thought you meant yeah. like a fake sucker no it's a real one <laughs> I was like why would you give them fakes so just give them a real sucker it's like a quarter Calm they down. did they do okay so they give you a real sucker and the idea is that if the child spirit so for some reason kids really like to haunt this hotel okay um and again audio boner patreon listeners there are also on the fourth floor there are kids who will haunt this and i don't know more than just the twins yeah okay so but the idea is like oh kids that haunt the concert hall they will come and they'll take the sucker from you so i found this story of this one woman she's like you know they do the thing you raise your hand your kids are good and so they put the dum-dum in the palm of your hand and nobody else has moved They're like oh maybe i feel it wiggle and she says the quote was really good you read me that quote earlier i personally felt and watched this fucking sucker dragged from the middle of my hand all the way off to the ground that fucked with my shit <laughs> you know what that would fuck with your shit that would fuck with my shit that is a shit fucking that situation fuck with your shit that mm-hmm. is top five yeah. top five shit fucking mm-hmm. top five shit fuckery number one what is it snakes number two <laughs> butt snakes number three Sucker swing dragged across my hand. There it is. It's there actually it is. top three. Top Incredible. three. What? Wait, it's tied. Snakes. It's but tied snakes. with also number three, which is cardigan sweaters that match the like tank top underneath. Mm. You can't do it. That really fucks. You with can't my do it. People who pretend they're cats fucks with my shit. That's number one. With <laughs> that's number one with Bob with a bullet. Uh, but yeah, so that's at least to this point for you. Normal <laughs> listeners, the Haunted Stanley Hotel. Oh, that's incredible. There's the so Stanley much shit so there, though. We, we gotta go it's sometime, man. It's fucking crazy haunted. Because they is. had stopped doing the ghosty stuff. They yeah. like moved away from all of it. They and did. they've very recently been like, no, it's Came cool, back. we're ghosty yeah. again. So my cousin worked there, I think, in 2010. I don't know when he moved back to Wisconsin. but he's he scared of the snakes? Uh, no, he no. runs a salon now. Yeah, he does. For snakes. A snake salon. A snake lawn. A Veda salon. We'll shine your skills. Yeah, oh, we got this. So um, we're gonna help you molt. We'll give you a perm, a molten perm. But yeah, so he was the lucky one though who got to be the uh, spirit tour guide uh, during the Probably exact so photogenic episode. Well, it was when I was looking up stories and stuff for this episode. You know, there was like one where this woman was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, this is my blog, and I'm just gonna write down my journal entries." Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the super cute tour guide Kevin, and I went, "That's." That's that's my Kevin. He's not that cute. He's uh, my cousin. Your can standards say that, are surprisingly low. Like this is my cousin, so no, he's not. It's just a cousin. Cousins are gross. Yeah, gross. cousins are gross. gross. Eh. So gross. But yeah, so he was on an episode, and then I feel like that Christmas we had asked him like, "What was Zach Baggins like?" And if I remember again, this was like Douchey. two years ago. <laughs> he said he was very intense. Because <laughs> uh, he was like all about a, the demonic shit. That like, he seems was like a very it. PC way of saying douche. Uh-huh. Intense. He's intense. He seems dedicated. He's very dedicated. He's he very really intense. cares about what he does. He's dedicated to being a douche. Yeah, with his and he's dedicated to those cargo pants. Oh, and to that fucking faux hawk. And now his spider eyes. <laughs> spider eyes. So that brings me to my beer. Uh, Tell us about your beer. Super alcoholic. Which is gone. Thank you for bringing the party. It is the gold Belgian style golden ale from Pikes Peak Brewing Company, which is in Monument, Colorado, which is why I picked it. Um, I also like a golden ale. Not necessarily a golden shower. Golden ale. Look at Uh, the price of thread. (laughs) But anyway, uh, this is 8.7%. Yeah, it is a fucking party. Doozer. Um, but this is a Belgian-inspired 
ale uh, made with candy with an eye, sugar, and traditionally stripper candy. Yeast, stripper candy. Uh, I assume stripper it's, sugars. I assume it's sweet tarts. As well as honey, apples, and pears. And it that has a very tart. fruitiness flavor to it. Yes. Um, you can smell that fruitiness on it a lot. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure all of those fruit sugars is where the booze comes booze from. Booze come. Oh, 100%. Um, it but has a good. little bit, it smells more Belgian funky than it, it actually does. tastes. It smells funk, but it's not, it it's doesn't taste funk. Also, surprisingly, surprisingly smooth. Yeah. I love for it. For nearly 9%. 9%. Like, you can put it down fairly easily. Oh, I did. And I probably this yeah. is empty. Mine is already in the And I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's super good. I'm getting the sweats. Oh no, now the beer sweats. Uh yeah, so that uh, is my beer and my story. And that is our episode, friends. It's good. It's oh, got a man. little bit of it is very sweet. Yeah, it is. Also coming off of the IPA is hard. Yeah. Um it I is love very it. Very sweet. Yeah. I love it. Uh this is the point in the show where I have to pick a winner and I'm having a real, real tough time tonight, kids. Let me tell you things I really, really like. Adorable love stories and stagecoaches and and old Westy bullshit and dead people and snakes and snakes and snakes. You know what else I love? That fucking can and that can art that and can that as so the dusk pretty. is such a Beautiful. good beer. I also love the shit out of The Shining. Yeah, I love the Stanley Hotel. Yeah, yeah. and this beer is really good. Yeah, it's two solid beers. Two we solid we've beers. had a couple light beers recently, yep. like beers we didn't super love. This week, this, both, both beers are fucking yeah. delicious. Even Podcast Mom did not hate the yeah, IPA. Podcast Mom liked the IPA, and I am sucking down this fucking Belgian, yeah. which is not normally my jam. No, nope. like, yeah, this is good. I yeah. think I got to give it to the Stanley Hotel just Ooh, because yeah, I'm a huge it, Stanley Hotel it's, fan. It's also like the grandfather of ghost stories. Oh, it, really really it really is. It really is. Please uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, because there's going to be some more audio shit. or video boner about the other ghosts because more there are ghosts. there are so yeah. many ghosts at this hotel. So thank you so much for listening to the Booze and Booze podcast. Continue to ignore me. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Whoa! If, once again, if you don't mind burps, tell a friend. Please tell a friend. Apologies. Tell a friend. No apologies. I'm not even I am that fucking yet. Nirvana song. No apologies. Yep. <laughs> it's all apologies, but good enough. Uh, <laughs> it is. I just fucking broke my husband's heart. Oh, my man, oh man. God. Divorce. Yeah. That's it. That well, that was, you just watched the end of my relationship. Uncoupling. Listen to it. Uh, anyway, so yeah, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so. A bunch of different ways. Yep. You can tell Emails. us about... Yeah, hey, look, if you want to tell us different uh, show ideas, yep, please give favorite ideas. hometown haunts, yep. fun stories that you heard about you think we should cover on the show, yep. send them to us. There's a bunch of different ways you can do it. You can do it at our email address, which is... Booze and Brews Podcast at gmail.com. And you can do it on the Facebook at... Booze and Brews. Well, what about Twitter? Also Booze and Brews. And Instagram. Booze and Brews Podcast. There you go. They're all booths and Brews. Yeah. One's about... Podcast. Yeah. So yeah, please Podcast. interact with us. Interact with us. Tune in next week. Something's going to happen. Yeah, we are going to do things. Say hi to us. Hi. We like saying hi back. Yeah. And come back next week because next week we have a very special episode. We do. We're very excited about it. I feel like Melly and I are both very happy with our stories. Yeah. It's going to be fucking epic. And it's, it's for also because it's Engineer's Bob's birthday. Happy birthday to me. Birthday, that song Bob. is I like how he looks to the calendar game. like, is it really is it your my birthday? birthday? Almost an old ass man you're already old, old you're just gonna be older oh yeah i can't wait for it all to fall <laughs> apart my meat <laughs> wagon is a piece of crap if you ever wonder what it's like to hang out with us in real life that's what it's that like that was it yeah. that's 100% what you it's just fucking like <laughs> <laughs> so if you enjoyed that please come back next week and listen to our episode for podcast bob's birthday 
podcast bobs bobs as i said it i was like that's not right that's not right engineer bob's that's birthday all right it's his uh it's his birthday episode but it's his yes birthday episode so tell him cheers, cheers. 